What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Smoking Jay, the fantasy fornicator of Bears, Brews, and the Bros. And I want to talk to you guys about Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys use the promo code DUBROS, that's D-A-B-R-O-S, they will match your first deposit up to $50. With football here, finally here, and all the sports, you know, taking action, make sure you guys get involved. There's plenty of prop games going on on Monkey Knife Fight. And it doesn't stop there. Monkey Knife Fight is allowing me to give away 10 $25 vouchers to use on MKF.com. For every five people that send me a screenshot showing me that you guys use my promo code, Dubros, I will enter you in a separate raffle and give you guys another opportunity to get some more free money. Let's go. Let's get this money. Let's have a great, great fantasy football year, basketball, baseball, all of that. Let's get this money, baby. Bear down. I don't bet. What do you mean you don't bet? I mean, I don't bet. You know, I don't care. I don't I never have and I never will. Yeah, right. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No, five to one. No, ten to one. You're right. Okay. We are not experts. We're not liable for any losses, nor will we come after your winnings. So feel free to tip. We're here to have some fun and hopefully win you some money. However, it is gambling, so don't bet more than you're willing to lose. If you or someone you know has a gambling addiction, call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your bro, Doc PLC, back in the house with my brother from another mother, Smoking Jay. For another episode of Beating the Books with the Bros, this is the Week 10 edition. Smoking Jay, I know you're tired, but how are you tonight? It's been a long week. A.J. Brown screwed me over last night in Thursday Night Football. You know, that's fantasy football stuff. But, uh, man, I, I got to bounce back, and we're going to get into the show. We're going to get into where we were right, where we were wrong. But, um. I got some ground to make up, man. But other than that, I'm ready to rock for the weekend, man. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I had a good day at work, and as we just discussed off air, and everything's good. I had a good week last week for my picks. I will say that Tennessee game last night did piss me off because I'm in a pool that I picked Tennessee to cover the spread, and they got smoked. So I lost points. I have to pick five against the spread. I'm wrong on one already. Not going to be a good week, but that's okay. That's another story. Anyway, this year, if you've been listening to our show, you're making money. Our total record on our best plays, 25, 21, and 2. It's still a winning record. Myself, I'm 15, 8, and 1. Smoke and Jay had a bad week last week, so he's 10, 13, and 1. He's got to make up some ground, but we've seen him do it before, so he's going to do it again uh, this week. Yes, sir. We'll open up the show where we always do, and that's where we were right. Wow, winning. I get to start this portion. I was right on Seattle versus Buffalo over 55. They easily did that by getting 78 combined points because that Seattle defense is trash. The final score was 34 to 44. 
So nice high scoring game there. My second pick I had was the Raiders plus one versus the Chargers, aka a money line pick. They did win because of a drop pass on the last play of the game, but they won 31 to 26. And my final pick, it wasn't a win. We should call it a half. It was a tie on the Washington Giants game. I said under 43, and of course, they got 43 exactly. At least it wasn't under 42 and a half because I would have lost. But that's okay. On to the next segment, and that's uh, where we were wrong, Smoking Jay. Oh, what a loser. Unfortunately for me, I'm going to take it from here. So uh, Seattle versus Buffalo. I had Seattle minus three. And like you said, that defense, you know, they've been playing like trash. They had Jamal Adams come back for this game, and he made absolutely no difference whatsoever for the team. And the Seahawks, they lost, man. They lost by 10, 44 to 34. Not a good pick. I thought Seattle was going to cover that. Then we had the Texans on the road versus the Jaguars. Crazy, man. I I had the Texans minus seven simply because uh, they had a, what's his name? They had that rookie quarterback, Jake Lutton, playing for the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. I figured he'd be worse than Minshew. Man, he started off the game with a 70-plus yard bomb to DJ Chark. And, yeah, the, the, the Texans, they ended up winning the game, but just by two. No good, man. Bro, I, okay. I was... What you're leaving out here is that the Texans were up by eight with, like, two minutes left. And that is when Jacksonville went down and scored. And ruined your cover. You were, you were so close to having that. And no, the Texans defense gives that up. Then they stop him on the two-point try. Of course. Insane. You were that of course, you were like one play away from covering that. And I needed that one. And that was the closest one I, I, I had because this next one, I, and I even said it on the show. I was like, man, usually I don't do this. But it's just Dallas, the way they looked the week prior with uh, Danucci, Dacucci, whatever his name is, at quarterback. They looked horrible. But they had somebody else start at quarterback. I don't even know the guy's name. Gilbert. And Gilbert, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a quarterback slash comedian. Anyways, I had the Steelers minus 14 and a half home versus the Cowboys. And Pittsburgh won, but it was 24 to 19. The Cowboys were actually competitive. They were actually up in this game for a little while. So, yeah, man, I was 0 for 3. I, I don't know. Was This is the second time I've done this? Uh, I don't know. I don't First know. Time. Either way, this this is, yeah, not not good. Nah. And, uh, yeah, man, I guess the, the arrow can only go up from here, I hope so. Yeah, the last time, the last time you had a bad week like this, you came back. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago I went 0 for 3. I came back from that this week. So we can only go up. So let's go with our best plays for week 10. My first pick that I got, I got the Sea Chickens at the Rams going over 54 and a half. I'm going to ride the Seahawks and the over 
every game I can because their defense is trash and their offense is really good. They went so their last game, the total was 55. They got 78. I love the over again with the the Seahawks offense is so good. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They play well. And their defense is so bad. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They give up points. So I love the over in this game. The Rams are going to have a great game offensively. And so will the Seahawks. So, Smoking Jay, what's your first best play? We're going to keep it in the same game. I like your logic. Makes a lot of sense. Horrible defense plus great offense. That's a great combination when you're trying to hit that over. And I got the Seahawks plus two on the road versus the Rams. Um, you know, this is a big game for them. Uh, they can't lose. It's, it, they better not lose another game um, to, in the division. Not right now. They need to get hold of this NFC West. Russell Wilson, usually they play good against the Rams. Usually it's, um, you know, back and forth, high-scoring game. And I think the Seahawks, they're going to be able to pull this one out. I'm really hoping so. They're getting plus two. I think they should be fine. I was thinking about going with the money line with them. But, yeah, man, Seahawks plus two on the road versus the Rams. Yeah, that's uh, I like that pick. That was actually going to be one of my picks, but you picked it, and so I changed it up. So we'll go with my second pick that I got. And I'm taking a page out of your book. I'm taking a double-digit favorite with the Green Bay Packers, fuck Green Bay, hosting <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah, they had a decent game last week, but they weren't playing Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he's been up and down this year. That team has been up and down. But they're playing a trash defense. I think they're going to be able to cover. And, uh, you know, that rookie, if he's still starting – He's going to go up to Green Bay where it's probably going to be a little nippy. They're not going to play in that nice weather. So we'll see how he does. I like I, I like Green Bay to win that game. And convincingly, obviously. Yeah, man. Hopefully you have better luck with this uh, double-digit one than I did last week. And, yeah, bro, like the Jaguars, their defense is trash. Their offense, I mean – I don't really see them putting up big points. Maybe they'll score a touchdown. Maybe they'll score two the most. But I see the Packers scoring at least four on them. So at least, and I'm saying, you know, bare minimum, at least four touchdowns on their ass. So I like that one for sure. All right. I got one. My best play, my second one. I'm going with double digit points again, man. Saints minus 10 hosting the 49ers. And we saw what the Saints defense did last week versus the Bucks. We saw what the Saints offense did against the Bucks. And the Niners are nowhere near the caliber of the team of the Bucks. So they're banged up. They're hurting everywhere. They're missing their starting quarterback, missing Kittle, missing Debo, just missing two out of their, you know, top three or four running backs. I, I just don't I don't see it happening, man. I don't see the Niners being able to you know, keep up. I see the Saints blowing them out. Give me the Saints minus 10. Yeah, I uh, I actually like that pick as well. It's amazing 
what having Michael Thomas back does for that team. I know he didn't have a stellar game. He didn't get a touchdown. But he is the glue that holds that offense together. Because of the threat that he provides, it opens everyone else up. And so I I don't mind that pick of double digits either. We'll go to my final play. The final best play that I got, I got the Eagles minus four at the Giants. Now, I know the Eagles are beat up, but the Giants, their team just, they struggle to win. They struggle to win. And the Eagles, Dallas Goddard's coming back, hopefully going to play well. And Carson Wentz, I just think he's a better overall quarterback than Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. He turns the ball over, though. That Eagles defense is going to get some turnovers, probably going to get some points. And so that minus four, that's a small number. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, definitely. Um I definitely have to keep it going within that same game. I do see the Eagles beating the Giants easily. But as far as um, for my my bet or whatever, my pick that I have, I see this being a higher scoring game. I know the over is set at 44 and a half. And I'm, I'm going to over on this one. Philly on the road versus the Giants. Carson Wentz is getting Alshon Jeffrey back. He already got Ragor back. Miles Sanders is coming back. Goddard is there. You know, Zach Ertz, you know, still not back, but he's in range. And the team is getting healthier. And the Giants, they can score points, man. I, I see the Giants scoring somewhere around 20. And I see the Eagles scoring somewhere around 30. So give me the give me the over in a Philly New York Giants game, which is set at 44 and a half right now. Nice. Nice play. Okay. That wraps up our best plays. If you guys so desire, go make a bet. As always, when you win, you can thank us. Feel free to tip. Reach out to us. We'll always respond if you're sending us money. And if you lose, we warned you, don't bet more than you're willing to lose. So we'll go to our underdog plays. The underdog that I have, I got the Seahawks on the money line versus the Rams. You said it earlier. This game is so important for the NFC West division. We've seen a lot of games like that this week as far as important games that can just flip the script. You know, whether it's the Saints, that win against Tampa Bay was huge for that division and possibly home field throughout the playoffs. And for Seattle, this is a huge game. Interdivision, they got to win this game to keep the edge they have. Ultimately, it comes down to Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, versus Jared Goff, who's not. Not saying he's terrible, but he's definitely not the best. And I think Russell Wilson's going to put the team on his back, come out ahead, get that win, enjoy that money line victory. Man, I, I uh, like I said, that was one of the one of the money line ones I was looking at the underdog bet. I was like, man, if I didn't take the Seahawks as one of my best plays, that would have been my money line. So I'm with you there. This was my underdog, and you know, <laughs> this is an underdog one, right? 
I got the Patriots on the money line beating the Ravens, uh, mainly because Lamar Jackson is, he seems like he's frustrated. This is just all on theory and all on, you know, gut feeling type of thing. But uh, Lamar Jackson, he's beginning to complain about um, that other defenses are calling out the plays before he snaps the ball. So he's frustrated. Defenses, I think they've caught on to whatever, you know, whatever the Ravens have been doing. And, you know, that read option, they're not even playing around and wasting their time going after the running back. The defenses are taking their opportunities to take their hits on Lamar Jackson. So he's frustrated. And, you know, you could see it on a team. Hollywood Brown isn't being isn't the same player. Mark Andrews isn't the same player. So and, you know, and for those reasons, Lamar Jackson isn't the same player. So there's some frustration going on over there. I think Bill Belichick, he's uh, we all know he, he's a he's a genius. And um, I think they're going to come out and they're going to be able to have their way as far as containing Lamar and having a chance to beat the Ravens, especially being at home. So Patriots money line versus the Ravens is what I got. Interesting take. I fall into the camp of people who believe that. Bill Belichick looks at this team, realizes they have no chance to win the Super Bowl. They're three and five right now. And I don't think he's going to do anything crazy to win more games. I could see him trying to lose out, get one of the worst records in the league, and get one of the top quarterbacks in the draft so that they can go from Tom Brady to whoever they decide, one of the top three picks. I could see it happening. I don't want it to happen. I would prefer them to go a mediocre eight and eight, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put anything past the dark Lord himself. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on that. Bears play on Monday night, which I always love when the Bears play on Sunday night or Monday night, because then I can watch Red Zone on deterred i love the red zone channel they're friends of the show as we know i'll give them the plug they can send us a check check out the red zone channel it's the best thing since sliced bread if i could have all like eight monitors with eight games on i would love that but i don't have that so i stick with the red zone channel but on monday night the bears are a three-point underdog versus the Vikings, and the over-under set at 43. For my pick, until the Bears prove otherwise, their offense is garbage. Their offensive line is garbage, and therefore I have to take the Vikings minus three, and I'm going with the under 43 because the Bears can't muster points. But, yeah, hold on. I got to break some news. I forgot to discuss this earlier. Matt Nagy announced that he's given up play calling duties. This is huge news for the Bears, giving it to what's his name? Bill Lazor. Bill Lazor, that's right. Giving up the play calling duties to him. I'll be interested to see what happens. I hope it works, and I hope my pick is wrong. I hope the Bears win. Smoking Jay, where are you at? Yeah, man. Um, I think that's a that's a big big decision that was made by a uh, coach Matt Nagy. I don't know if that was forced, 
you know, from up top or something like that. But regardless, Bill Lazor now will be officially calling the plays for the Bears starting on Monday night. And that's what factored into my decision here. I took the Bears plus three. And I do see it, the game going under, which the, the points is set at 43. I don't, I don't see it. Um, I don't see Bill Lazor, though, like making us a potent offense. I see him, though, having us run a more efficient offense. Now, we're going to need help from our defense. Um, I heard a stat that Matt Nagy is undefeated versus the Vikings. I'm not sure if that's 100% correct, but... I want to say that's what I heard earlier today. And I think that's very, very important for whatever reason, our base defensive set matches up really, really well uh, versus um, their offensive scheme that they were, they like to run over there with Gary Kubiak and it gives them fits. Uh, I think I heard Dalvin cook. He's hasn't rushed for anything more than 50 yards against us since Matt Nagy has been here. And obviously that's not because of Matt Nagy. But I'm just saying our defense, the way our base is set up, it matches up pretty good against their offense. So, yeah, Bears plus three. Laser, you know, he was with the Cincinnati Bengals last year. The Bengals struggled a lot getting the run game going. And something something changed halfway through the year. And the offensive line was still garbage. But Joe Mixon started to play really, really well. And the team started to look different. I'm hoping that that's going to happen with Chicago. I'm hoping that we get more time control in this game. Uh, clock, uh, yeah, the clock favors us heavily, and I see us winning this game. I, I really, really do, man. I see us winning this game, not by a lot. I see it being 17 to 13. So Bears with the win, and, yeah, going under on the 43. Bear the fuck down. Let's go. Okay, well, I hope that you are right on that Bears victory because I'm sick of doing – the Bears recap and talking about their anemic, pathetic offense. And you said you don't know where this came from, why all of a sudden Matt and Aggie gave up play calling. It's because of our show. We've <laughs> been pushing for this for a long time. And Matt Nagy tuning in and he says, you know what? Maybe I got to listen to the bros. So Matt Nagy, Friend of the show, feel free to call in anytime. We appreciate you listening and taking our advice. Yes, sir. Because, uh, you know, we are not afraid to hand out the beatdown, too, if we have to. Bears, Brews, and the Bros will give Matt Nagy a beatdown if he didn't give up the play calling duties. So thanks for That's listening, man. Thanks for That's listening. That's right. We would get a sack full of quarters or something. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, on that note, Smoking Jay, that wraps up our Beating the Books with the Bros Week 10 edition. We want to thank everybody for listening. We want to give a shout-out to our bros that aren't here, Renegade, Sweetness, and the Drill himself. We love them. For Smoking Jay, I'm Doc PLC. We appreciate all you tuning in. Enjoy the show. Enjoy your weekend. Go make some money.